You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takar Martin, counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, The Soul Ties Detox. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, encourage singles growth, and improve couple strengthening. We specialize in repairing the people that relationships broke. And this year, our goal is to see 10,000 hearts healed from toxic relationships. Join us every week on Facebook Live, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. You can also send your questions to Instagram at AskTheMartins and Twitter at AskTheMartins. And for more information on the 10,000 Heart Tilled Initiative, booking information, or our services, visit TheSoulTiesDetox.com. Now, let's get into today's episode. It's too often we, too often we've been dating someone and we invest so much in them because we think that this is the one. Or they got potential to be. Or they got potential to be. And the reason why is because we believe in a one. We believe God doesn't send them. God God does not do hookups. Mm -hmm. God is not e-harmony. God is not a matchmaker. That's Cupid. That's Venus. Those are mythologies. That's not God. And what you have to do is you have to step back and utilize your mentality. I'm not saying you cannot be informed by your understanding of what God wants for you and wants for your life, but you got to understand that you're making these decisions. And if God does not listen, if God does not make you take him, then you can't make someone else move in your particular direction. So, and he's not going to make someone move in your particular direction. Mm. So you have to come to a position where you understand that I am making good decisions and you got to be able to make those decisions without making too deep of an investment because all of us as humans, whatever we invest in, we have pride in anything yes. that we put money in, we go ahead and pull, we, we, we'll Listen, carry church. it. it will be a, it'll be a, um, It'll be a football team, basketball team. It'll be a sports team. It'll be a church. Right. It'll be a car. It, it It's iPhones or Androids. Whatever we invest our hard-earned whatever end, we go ahead and put ourselves in. We acclaim that thing. We start set tripping on. Yeah. And the problem is, is that you can't start investing into a person and then start set tripping when they want to when they want to leave the hood. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If that wasn't enough hood analogies, boy, look at what Carlita just said. She said, but if it's a good man, but you know that he needs healing, if he won't accept that information from me, do I just walk? You answer us. Do you just walk? What qualifies a good man? If you have a good but broken man, what would that do for you? Is he good for you? And that's the thing. Even if it's a, if he has good characteristics, does it mean that he is good for you right now? Right. And, and, and let us be clear. Just walk does not mean abandonment. Right. But because you're dating, mm-hmm. you need to be looking at, you know, all, all of the qualifications, all, all of the qualifications that you want. I was studying earlier today. Sound like Porky Pig. Remember that? <laughs> yes. I don't know what that was. Um, all of the qualifications that you're looking for. Right. And and I understand that there's a break. But here's what. a And we're not is not towards men it's a break in anybody anyone who's broken will hurt you mm-hmm. you can't drink out of a broken glass because you will cut your lip jesus do you understand what i'm saying and so what happened is it doesn't matter what how good the liquid is inside 
you risk cutting yourself. Can you do that? How careful can you be with that? How patient are you are with getting the good juice to your lips? How how can can you how long can you handle this? This is a question for you. And understand that more commitment, more nurturing, and all of this stuff does not make it go. You can't you can't nurture him back to health, especially if he's not hearing it from you. Right. And that's what I was just getting ready to say. The operative thing that we're seeing is that, listen, when you have a partner for life, when you have a mate that is serious about having you in their lives and, and building a life with you, the one thing that they are going to be able to do is trust you for your wisdom and your guidance. And one of the biggest issues that will happen in a relationship is if I can't go to my man and be like, babe, perhaps we need to do this. Maybe you should think about doing this. Have you ever thought about approaching this? Because at the end of the day, there will be never, you will never be able to level each other up. If I can't trust my man, if my man can't trust his woman to help him build himself up, you have no real relationship. And all you are is sitting there throwing niceties at each other back and forth. No, you, you're so cute. No, you're so nice. No, you're so nice. No, at the end of the day, you want somebody who is going to accept your wise counsel. Because if they're not, always ask yourself this. Can I deal with this if it never changes? Amen. I think one of the things, like real talk here, Takara and I sit on each other's couches a lot in the sense that we look to each other for um, some, you know, certain advice when, mm -hmm. regarding our relationship, especially when we have those moments. Right. Absolutely. Now we're married. So, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a higher level of commitment there, but we have those moments where we mop head and then we say, okay we let, let what, what's going on here or what's happening here but even even going back a little bit further when i knew her potential or i knew what she was period i knew right. what she was there was a place in her where i realized that i had to be equipped to deal with some sharp edges it just so happened that i was equipped through my history and through my understanding and education and all those different type things to handle those sharp, sharp edges. Not everybody is equipped. That's why result our results aren't going to be as typical, but there are people who are equipped that fits together right. that will listen. I Or I, who are willing to I, learn. Absolutely. I appreciate her words of advice. I listen to her because I wouldn't have a right. I don't like a right hand that I'm not going to use. Why have a right hand? So definitely mm. she's going to hold me when I need to be held. And I'm going to listen to that advice when I definitely need it. And then there's sometimes this advice that's, hey, listen, mm. you're not strong enough to carry this. I'm going to need a Pastor Joe Gregory on this one or Vince or something like, or, um, you know, people, guys exactly. who I deal with in my church or Elder Bernard or whatever, whatever the case may be. The idea is, is that um, you can't fix him or you can't look to fix him. So like Takara said, you're going to have to deal with the idea that can I deal with this perpetually if he doesn't change? Right. Woo. That was long. I'm sorry. I'm so long winded. You get to the point so easy. It's okay. No, you're what you, uh, our editor calls you a uh, triple P professor <laughs> preacher. And what's the other one? I forget. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. Our editor, she kills me in the book game. She just, she, she just chops up all my sentences and words. Like this could be said easy. Right. For. Um, I think our puppy wants us. <laughs> well, hey, listen, do we have any other questions? We've been on here an hour, 15 minutes. We sorry. We, we thank you so much for giving us your time. Is there another question that we can, we'll finish with these, with these questions that we had uh, listed. We'll finish with those next week. 
Is, is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. And and we'll start back at the insecurity. I think insecurity is a huge issue, and insecurity is a huge issue with men, and men don't want to admit it, and it's not something to be ashamed of. It's something I think we, if we, if you've ever been hurt as a man, it's something we all secretly go through. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and I think that's something that we need to speak to. But with that being the case, are there any other questions from yes from any of you? <laughs> Deborah just sent us a long one. You see it. <laughs> where's it at Deborah said here's a scenario a husband and wife is separating he meets a lady quickly before his divorce is complete the new girl pregnant within two months and they move in together the new girl child's mother tells him that she supported him when him and his wife was going through issues what future or longevity does this new relationship have with a new baby all under all in under a year the ha- the ex-husband is the one who was insecure. I'm so embarrassed. Well, number one, don't be embarrassed, Deborah. This is a no judgment zone. Listen, you have grace here. Um, we understand, and and these are bad situations. Um, so so don't don't be embarrassed. Um, the longevity of that relationship is questionable, and here's the reason why. Because he moved very fast. Now, let me tell you this. It can work. There are type. There are places where this can work, depending on how the re- previous relationship broken up, how long that re- previous re- relationship was broken up or dissolved, and how they dealt with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so it, it, there, there is, there is a way that that can work because some when a man makes a decision, if he knows about that decision, he's going for it, and that's it, and that's all. And some some men are like that. Some men are like that, but there still takes a level of maturity and a level of wisdom. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you this. There is another scenario that immediately hit me in my spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I ain't going to be spooky on y'all. It yeah. immediately hit me in my mind because th- this is the most typical scenario. The idea is this, that he, he plugged a hole quickly with someone else. When you're a husband and you're used to being a husband and you're used to someone just being there, period, but the person who was there didn't fit you specifically the way you needed to, either either was disrespectful or that was falling apart, there is a chance that you will fit that uh, uh, fill that hole with someone else quickly, someone who's attractive to you, someone who does everything that you need to do. But I tell you what, you, you'll you will know how much longevity this relationship has after the first two to five years because after that uh that honeymoon phase goes away and and that high comes down of new that new car smell of that relationship goes away you'll know how much he wants to drive it absolutely and you'll you'll get a better idea of who he is i can't tell you who he is and i can't tell you what he's going to do but i can tell you in that time frame just be observant be observant and, and the fact that they're living together, I think it creates a, a whole nother scenario um, and, a, and a, even now a case of financial dependence. Um, and so I would say be careful. Don't try to force anything because you feel stupid. I think when we get into these situations as as women, we try to force the relationship or stay in a maybe potentially bad situation because we've made a series of decisions and now we're just going to hold on because we've made these decisions. Yes. And publicly, we don't want to look stupid. And so what I would say is that you also need to um, – be able to emotionally strengthen your heart and yourself because 
a lot of times, yes, this did happen on the rebound. A lot of times these things do happen like that. Absolutely. But, you know, prepare yourself emotionally. Strengthen yourself emotionally. You're dealing with a lot of hormonal stuff right now, right? But also, if it's going to last, it's going to take the two of you working to make it last because you've got some opposition already against you. You have to be cognitive about it. It takes yes, effort. It, it, that's what I was going to say. It takes very intentional effort to make this work. If y'all are intent on both of you, are intent on making it work. You are both going to have to move forward in a very intentional direction. Absolutely. It, be intentional. I, I believe this is God or or any of any of those cliches that people throw out to say that we fit good together or I'm so glad I'm here. You have to be intentional. Yeah. You got to be intentional whether this situation does not it, um happens or not. Mm-hmm. But when it does, you got to be real about it. Be yeah. ready, be ready to fight. Suit up. Right. April Henderson asks, how can I stop looking like I'm a caretaker? It's my, it's in my, it's natural or in my That's nature. the one that loving heart is your greatest weakness. Okay. So. Um, I was going to say like, yeah, hit that. Okay. That's your wheelhouse. That's your wheelhouse. You go, you go. The idea is this, is that you have to be very, again, this word cognizant of who you are. Just because you're this. And this is your nature does not give you a free ticket to utilize it. There comes a time where we must discipline ourselves, even if this is who we are, because you can't continue to invest Mm -hmm. who you are into just anybody or someone who's attractive. Or even when you're dating or out there, invest all of who you are. These are wifely measures. Yes. These are wifely investments. Yes, you're, if your natural propensity is to take care of and to nurture and do those things, but doing those things and taking care of gets you hooked into them, then you're not, then you're using missions as, hmm. as, as an excuse to find a marriage. Oh. And what's happening is, is you're getting married far before they're willing to even consider the question. So what you have to do is you need to learn to pull back. This is who I am. So I need to protect who I am. Again, it's about loving heart. You call your, you may call yourself, not just you. I, I say you as everybody who's listening. You may call yourself loving heart because this is what you give, but it, it is not your obligation to give it. Yes. Why would you love so hard someone who has not obtained your love the right way if he is not your husband? Guys, if she is not your wife, never audition your wifeliness or your husbandness for someone who is willing to just watch the show for free. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? That takes discipline. There is no um, silver bullet to these questions. There is no, well, do this or do that. No, pull yourself back mm-hmm. and protect the goodness of who you are, male or female. Right. Because And discipline, that's just what I was going to say. Discipline, it hasn't worked before. So there's a very, very little chance that you're going to pour all of your love and your nurture and your caretaker caretaking on the next person and see it work this time either. So now you have to look at that and discipline yourself to hold that back until somebody is deemed worthy of the value of your nurturing. Absolutely. After a while, you said, how can I stop making myself be a caretaker? 
after a while, yourself becomes the culprit in all of that. After a while, you have to take accountability and responsibility for your inability to withhold your goodness until that person was deemed worthy to receive it. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. You have to really discipline yourself. And and can I say this, ladies? I'm I'm just going to say this. Say it, baby. I know... I know many. I know it's the natural propensity for a woman to be a nurturer. But just as well as men shoot their game, that's how y'all shoot y'all's game. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just being ser- I'm just being serious. That, that's I how have. y'all shoot y'all's game. I have. Y'all shoot it like, okay, this is this is how I'm going to nab him. This is how I'm going to get him. This is how I'm going to lock him down. This is what this I'm going to show him this. And this is what because this I, this has got to be what he's looking for. Stop shooting game like that. That's not how you shoot it. Can I ask this question though? You're not dropping the handkerchief. <laughs> you you just Stop. throwing Kleenex at him. Just you can't do that. You yes, go ahead. Is it possible? And I'm gonna get in trouble for asking this because I've done this before and I got in trouble, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> Is it possible that many of us audition and throw our nurturing and our love out there because of what we mistakenly perceived the advice? That Naomi gave Ruth to go get Boaz. Absolutely. Yes. Please tell us that is, why that is, de- that is that such is a mistake. Possible. Stop doing that. Stop. You're not Ruth. So stop it. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. Here's the here's the reason why you don't want to do that. Um, and you don't want to you never want to juxtaposition yourself to a story or to a narrative where you don't even understand the entire full narrative or the reason for that narrative. That entire narrative was developed to show you how Christ is a kinsman redeemer. It was not there to show you how to nab a man. That's just not what it was. Understand that Ruth had a husband. Ruth had a father-in-law. They died. Ruth was a widow. She was in a happy marriage. She didn't want to be single or she didn't she didn't want to be like she was not not married at one point. She ended up single. As a, as a result of a famine, a tragic famine. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? That swept the land. Her, her sister-in-law, and her mother-in-law. Her sister-in-law went back to her homeland. Her mother-in-law was going back to her homeland because she was Hebrew. And then Ruth said, hey, I'll hang out, I'll hang out with you because I'm dedicated and I'm loyal to you, you family. Do you understand what I'm saying? It was through these means and through this narrative that we're able to see how Christ is a kinsman redeemer to us mm-hmm. as we are without a husband yes. as the church. Do you understand what I'm saying? We are without a covering as a church. And so what we are to do as a church is to lay at the feet of our, of, of a new covering. And he looks upon us and says, let's do this the right way. Now, if you use this as a narrative and how to nab a man, you're going to mess up each and every time because you don't want to do that. That it, It's not only a narrative, but it's a narrative based in a, in a in an age where that doesn't even work no more. It doesn't even apply. Right. Okay. Parts of it, humility and being humble. Absolutely. And doing different things or whatever the case. Um, feed the man, respecting a man, <laughs> respecting him where he's at. That's fine, too. Um, but yeah, you don't want to do that. And so what happens is, is that we've, this story has been commercialized and marketed and turned into books and turned into, uh, uh, CDs and DVDs and all this type stuff and is getting you caught up. Right. Because you're not supposed to, Hey, if anything, 
If if anything, go out there and just run the field. That's the best thing. What Ruth did, she just went out there and she picked that in the field. She was noticed while she was working, feeding herself. Right. If you want to be honest. Right. If if you want to pick out anything in that entire story, feed yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll get noticed. Take care of yourself. Take care of you. Okay. But that's also the same kind of woman we see in Proverbs 31. Uh-huh. When the king is told by his mother that this is the woman you want to look out for. The woman right. who's out here doing this, doing that, doing the other. She's she's very capable. She's very industrious. She's busy taking care of mm-hmm. herself. So you do that. Okay, I think everybody want to skip to the chapter where we lay at some man's feet. That's not what you want to do. Right. So many of us have laid at a brother's feet um, and thinking that we were going to get wifed up and we ended up um, messed up. Yeah, knocked up (laughs) and all kinds of stuff. And so it's like I challenge you who consider yourselves Ruth to go read Ruth's entire story don't just go to the part where Naomi said go lay at his feet and see what happened because even then she could have gotten herself messed up by just taking that advice and that was taking a risk but go read beyond that story read the entire thing of everything Ruth had to go through to even get to that place where she was desperate because he wasn't even the right man that was supposed to take her at first he was not the one who was even supposed to marry her Ruth was in a place of desperation and Naomi needed Ruth to nab a man Two, and so it's like when you really consider that when you consider yourself a Ruth you're actually putting yourself in a place of desperation and you don't even realize it absolutely absolutely so stop being so desperate you can't not don't 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 nab him you be nabbed right stop stop shooting your shop stop shooting stop your game for your nurturing <laughs> you don't have to do that and 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 again we're not coming after the person who who asked the question, but this is a general issue because we've seen it far too much and we've seen it explained far too wild and all that kind of stuff. We just want to make sure you get the right thing. You know, stop laying at his feet. Is that all the questions that we got back? I think that's all the questions we should take because our daughter is babysitting our puppy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. We got, oh man, he's the most amazing dog, but he, yeah. he's a lot of work, so. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast, recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Help us spread the word by rating us, leaving a review, and sharing. And be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. If this episode has helped you and you're ready to begin your personal journey to freedom, visit us at thesoultiesdetox.com. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer live, please visit us on Facebook or Instagram and Twitter at Ask the Martins. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.